0: Listening
1: to the Two Marks exclusively on the Pod Station.
0: Welcome, listeners, to a new show brought to you by the Two Marks. This time, we're embarking on a vicarious journey of discovery through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hold on to your hats as we follow one person's experiences watching all 23 movies in chronological order. This time, we're reviewing Captain Marvel. Welcome to the Marvel Marathon. Let me introduce my friend and co-host, Mr Mark Pollard. Hello. Hi, mate. Um, So, I don't know how to uh, uh, address this. I mean,
2: should we start by introducing the star of the show? Don't I just did,
0: didn't I? No, that.
2: not me. <laughs> ishtar was being nice to the guest <laughs> God you can't take him anywhere can you no. uh, Would you like to introduce the, the, the guest And so then I'll ruin your opening
0: <laughs> Let's welcome said vicarious journey person Ishtar Hi 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 You're back I'm back So you must have enjoyed last time <laughs> Yeah
2: well, we've just let her out the cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll spoil your uh, intro now, because number one, technically, it's not a new show because this is the second episode, so does that still
0: qualify as a new show? It's new for those who listen. Got yeah. It's not new for us because it's for people who may not watch them in the order. Uh, so it's always new, no matter which one you listen to. That's
2: a markism, mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, so for the purposes of rebranding, I've called this the Marvel Rewatch, um, so you're going to have to change your intro at some point or else I'm going to have to change the branding. And it's sort of a battle of wills. In fact, I'm actually quite interested to see who would win the battle of wills, whether it's me or you.
0: <laughs> I'm not that precious about it, so probably you. But, but look, then
2: because... I, I can't now be precious about it or else I look more pretentious than you do. Well, I, So this I've is got... where the battle
0: of wills has begun-ish. Yeah, Interestingly exactly. enough, though, I've actually titled it the Marvel rewatch show, but because I came up with the intro on the first one, It's technically not wrong. I can do a wild track and just redo that intro. No,
2: I insist you keep it. I I like the fact you've just copied and pasted. It shows consciousness and.
0: Well, you can have another 21 of these, so get used to it. Um, <laughs> but it's a Marvel Marathon. Whether the show's called the Marvel Rewatch is separate, isn't it? It is it its
1: Listening to you to argue this point is just what I live for. Well, I
0: mean, unfortunately, we haven't got enough time, so thank you for visiting us. <laughs> uh, problem. Tune in next week when we're reviewing <laughs> Iron Man, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
2: So, ish, should, should we explain to people uh, what it is we're actually doing?
1: We are reviewing all 23 movies of the Marvel Universe.
0: Isn't that my intro? Yeah, but I yeah, just but said it Yeah, but it comes better. Relatively. She says it better than you. She didn't copy and paste us. Hang got a minute.
1: It was a bit more straight to the point.
0: Would you say it's sort of a Marvel marathon of sorts?
1: Um, perhaps.
0: Which also includes rewatching.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I said mine in one sentence and you took five.
0: And that's one sentence with two commas. Oh God, why are we doing this?
1: Because I have watched the Mar- the Marvel series and got YouTube rebuzzing about all the films, and so we are watching them all again. And I'm starting the journey chronologically.
2: Yes. So she's not doing it from release order. She's no. doing it based on time order yeah. of the movies themselves. So episode one was Captain America. Yes. Which is now currently your number one marvel movie
1: indeed because it's the only one that we've seen well we'd reviewed by then
2: and so we're watching number two which is
1: captain marvel
2: captain marvel which weirded me out and we will come to this in a second if people want to check us out on social media to throw in their two pennies worth either to tell us about how they got on because they might be doing the same as you ish yeah. watching this for the first time let's know how you're getting on let's know what your thoughts are about the marvel universe if you're not and you're just using it as an excuse to rewatch that's just as good let us know we're on instagram facebook and twitter the two marks it's that simple um let us know if you want to email us it's the two marks at the podstation.co.uk i I don't know if you want to write an essay letting us know how you're getting on um then yeah cool so should we move on to the film itself sure captain marvel yeah now i'm interested to ask you first ish because then i want to ask you a similar question and I'm gonna, I'd be surprised if the answer is the same. How did you feel about watching this film on the back of the Captain America one? Did you feel that they they were sort of, they led on to one another or that you felt it was in the same universe or, yeah?
1: Well, we left 1940s with Captain America, didn't we? And then we fast forwarded to the 1980s. Is that yeah. approximately right? No?
0: Ish. Well, 95. 95. Was it 95? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Because of, because of Blockbuster.
1: Oh, Was that not around in the 80s? Not that one. Oh.
0: (laughs) I don't know when Blockbuster set up, but anyway, it's 95.
1: Okay. So one film isn't connected other than Nick Fury, who, by the way, I love, because we've Um, got to see more of him. And the Tesseract. And the Tesseract, yes. But other than that, there was really no other reference, was there really?
2: No. What what did you think? Because the reason why I, I kept the question vague was you're watching this for the first time so for you it doesn't feel particularly weird that you've watched Captain America and then you've moved on to Captain Marvel no. for you Captain America was brought out in what was it 2017 or something it
0: was phase one wasn't it 11
2: yeah, and, 11.
1: yeah, yeah. 2011 god. Oh, check
2: me fat check in Ooh, oh yeah <laughs> uh, Captain Marvel wasn't released until just before Endgame 2019 yeah. so there was a oh my god <laughs> she's after your crown you know, she She's wikipedia
0: that, answer not she? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the one that's where un- you sit in front of it without the <laughs> sort of a notebook and use your cut Hey, I
1: actually know that because I did check it when I was watching it on Disney when the release date was because I figured it might be a question. I was pre-empting. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Very, very good.
1: Are you impressed? I no, did it for your for me. benefit.
2: <laughs> he wore am They're really impressed because you've done more homework in that one. <laughs> exercise than I have for every episode you've ever done.
0: <laughs> I take my job seriously. Yeah. So what was the question? <laughs> well, did it feel weird? Yes. Because
2: these these films are massively apart in our world. Yeah, they're in
0: a, Well, this film's in a completely different phase. It's like phase three. Mm. Two phases ahead of Captain America. To answer the question, it was interesting to do it that way because it actually nicely ties into Captain America in my whistle-stop tour of the history of the Tesseract. The Captain Marvel film is 1989 to 1995, just for the record. Good to know. It just shows you where the Tesseract is and has been and how it ties into... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other stuff. So it was nice to watch it that way. Can you put your hand up? Oh, bless her. She's question. at school. Oh, <laughs> you know what? If, I need, if you wanted more time, you just needed to have said...
1: <laughs> no, I want to ask about the Tesseract because I can't remember where the Tesseract ended in Captain America and how the Cree ended up with it.
0: Well, because in the end of Captain America... It crashes and it ends up in the sea, and then and then Howard Stark retrieves it from the sea in a deep sea, um, like a bit like James Cameron finding the Titanic. Yeah, he does a huge um, search for it and finds it.
2: But they don't find Captain America at that point, do they? Because
0: the Captain America is not in the sea; he's in the ice. And the film that you haven't seen will explain that.
2: So when he crashes in 1947 him, the plane, and the tesseract all crash, yeah. but they manage to find and retrieve the tesseract, yeah. and that's then in Howard Stark and the shield's shield. possession.
0: Yeah, because it falls... When he's crashing, where he's flying to, it falls out of the plane. Okay. Because Red Skull disappears, but, and it falls into the scene, and he takes the plane to avoid all the populated areas. How
1: does Dr Asha? Lawson get it, then? Because she's got it on that ship. Because
0: tree. shield, she's working she with went, shield, in she? She works with shield, yeah. Because we find out...
2: Basically, Howard start puts it in a cupboard, and she finds it in the cupboard, and there you go. Yeah, he
0: he. Well, you you find that one of the. It uh, might have
2: been a drawer. I was I was paraphrasing a the drawer. cupboard.
0: It would be probably. I would put it in a drawer because a cupboard just a bit of a waste of space, isn't it? I'd put. I don't know. It's fine boy. It'd
2: with... fit quite nice in the corner, <laughs> wouldn't it?
0: If you had loads of them, you could stack them, couldn't you? <laughs> um, so, it, so it's in the shield um, outpost or um, scientific research lab. Okay. But you see, the thing is, is that over the course of the films that you haven't seen, a which little, still a bugs l- you, a little it? bit of the uh, well, it makes it more difficult for me to try and answer some of your questions. Yeah. But you'll find that across the course of the films, a little bit of snippets of where it's been and where it's going. So, which is where kind of it it ends up. I know? love the way you're
2: just waving your finger around like we're going to be able to understand what it is that you've just scribbled well, on I'm, there.
0: I'm reading the notes and thinking half these things I can't talk about. You've not seen. So I can't mention the Avengers. You just did. I just did, but I can't remember. It's not us. It's not a... Well,
2: you can actually, because it's mentioned in this. Uh,
0: only At s- the end only technically and in the
2: uh no you see we can't mention it we'll come to this but we would strongly recommend that anyone watching these for the first time not watch the post-credit spoilers we talked about whether people should or shouldn't now did, did you yeah and do you feel
0: it spoiled because that... no
1: no but we'll come on to that at the end because otherwise yeah. it'll spoil where we're going because okay. exactly
0: chronological because that's literally my last two easter eggs yeah. <laughs> okay so explain the rules i think because we're yeah. jumping around a bit well that's knows. quite
2: right yeah rules are no spoilers so if you're watching this for the first time ever this is your first marvel journey then we will not be spoiling or we will be certainly doing our best and if we do by accident it is generally by accident we're not trying to spoil anything we will be adding padding i know (laughs) i was a poet and i didn't even know it um we'll be adding padding uh two things because they're in the comic books because when i was watching this the first time round i hadn't read the comic books and I still haven't read any comic books and I found it really useful for people like Mark who told me things in the comic books so to use the example from the Captain America one if you've listened to that we talk about the Infinity Stones well the Infinity Stones are in the comic books and because the rat we know is an Infinity Stone although I suppose we don't technically know that now but no we don't no. I found it quite useful to know that at the time and so you gave me some background as to what an Infinity Stone is and
0: Although technically in the comics in 1989, there is a bit which um, explains about the Tesseract and how it gets into the... Sorry, how the Infinity Stone gets into the Tesseract. Yeah. But I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit because it, it, it leads itself into a character that I believe is in your notes. <clears throat> okay. I think the best way, because it's extremely difficult, isn't it, with these ground rules, to not steal your thunder. And hopefully I'll navigate the best I can with your questions. <laughs>
2: so i suppose the first question is uh what did you think of captain marvel
1: not as good as captain america because it's a bit cliche yeah a little bit cliche with the women woman superhero thing although there were some fabulous characters in this that i actually was surprised about I'm, i'm not a big fan of women superheroes generally
0: which is an interesting take, actually, and I'm glad it came from you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you feel the same?
2: <clears throat> he hates women. All women.
1: Oh, wait, can I if just... If fantasy,
2: hates men as well. He just hates everyone, does Mark?
1: Can I say that I watched the What If? The Captain America What If? Oh, yeah, did I was you? not impressed with the buff for uh, Captain Carter.
0: <laughs> she did look quite... I quite like that kind of look. <laughs> <laughs> uh... That explains
1: a lot, Mark.
0: Yeah, I know. So, so anyway, sorry to a separate, divert, but... A separate podcast. He but... likes to be pinned down. <laughs> I always think that if you know, if you can't have a good fight in the bedroom and lose, lose
2: he deliberately failed his uh, his fighting course,
0: didn't you? <laughs> that's why I know, you, you, said, you said you slipped, but yeah. did you bugger? You yeah. just wanted that. Until they get battered by an Amazonian in the face. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, 16 stitches later, I probably decided I should have just battered her. <laughs> Anyway, we we digress. That's a completely different podcast, isn't it? (laughs) Mark's Marvelous Fantasies. This story is the retelling or the updated version of the comic. Okay. This film is extremely confusing for many, many reasons. This particular iteration of Captain Marvel is from the most recent comic version of her. Not to be taken from the 1980s earlier comics, nor to be confused with Ms. Marvel, nor to be confused with DC's version of Captain Marvel. Hashtag Shazam hashtag Black Adam Marvel trademarked Captain Marvel in the 60s and in 1972 the force licensed the character and had to rename it Shazam because they weren't allowed to use Captain Marvel I hate you
2: you've just stolen one of my very few easter eggs there I don't know many things but somehow I managed to stumble across that in fact you might have told us that on that previous podcast we did <laughs> it's... so I was basically stealing <laughs> your facts and recycling <laughs> them as my own
0: do it sorry well am I apologising <laughs> I'm apologising for putting the effort in well no that's exciting to know because copying is a term of endearment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah exactly. So, or oh, laziness. Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you choose. Why, why don't you like women superheroes as a general?
0: Because
1: it's always cliche, like, oh, they're really weak and then they become strong. And I know that that was the same with Captain America, but there's a little bit of a difference. This, again, is an underdog story. She was always battered down. She, you know, was put down by her dad and then tried to get in the army and then, you know, didn't. And then all of a sudden she, you know, gets zapped by that energy. And so it becomes all superhuman. So
2: You can hear the sympathy oozing from the voice.
0: There was a lot of criticism when it came out about the feminist approach to it. Because it's written by a woman. And they've they've gender swapped some of the characters in the the story. uh, And the origins of some of the characters are different. Uh, And in fact, separate to that, whether you go down that line or not, one of the things Mark... And i discussed and i think actually you brought it up if memory serves when we did the captain marvel podcast which is available on
2: a film policy
0: we are the two marks we were talking about well we it's the perennial conversation we have about superman captain marvel is there with superman mm-hmm. because she's that the reason why she's not around when it matters is because she's that powerful Mm. She would just
2: fix it, and it won't be very would. interesting.
0: I can't say what that is. It would make sense when you see the film, but yeah, <laughs> basically she. It's suffice he gets this
2: nervous twitch in his eye when he's not allowed to talk about something. <laughs>
0: it's like Inspector Clouseau, um, <laughs> because she's so powerful, it becomes a Superman situation.
1: Yeah, it's and a bit then
0: boring, you go, yeah, well, yeah, why, why bother?
1: Yeah. Oh, why?
2: Why, why didn't me. Captain Marvel float your boat then?
1: I just, I mean, the, there were. Characters in the film that I loved. So Talos was my ultimate favourite, just because his one-liners were amazing. And I liked Maria Rambeau's character too. I thought that that was a good character. Even the daughter, Monica, which was good. But her herself, I mean, not really... I, I thought she was
0: alright. I don't
1: know if I don't like her as a character, like as an actress. Maybe that's why it put me off.
0: Which one's this? Is this the person who played Captain
2: Marvel? Yeah. the The banter. I thought she was. I thought the banter between her and Nick Fury. It was good. Was good. It was good. I, I mean, there's been other series which we've discussed where I've felt it's a bit forced between characters, mm. and particularly when if you're trying to put someone forward as being witty and funny and what have you but i actually thought she did that really well
1: that was the only only highlight of her (laughs) character pretty much the fact that she was funny um yeah other than that i wasn't really buying the story wow yeah
2: okay do you want to go from your notes or shall i just throw questions at you
1: questions, Okay, let's do it. so
2: should we start chronologically then? Go on. Yeah. Because uh, we start in, uh, a, well, we start in an alien environment, don't we? Start on, what's it called? What's the Cree planet called? Hallam?
1: Halla. 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 Oh, nearly.
2: Um, okay, so let's start on Halla. Yeah. The Cree planet. And we we almost jump straight in, don't we, to the... Well, she's fine with Jude Law's character, who's called whatever.
1: Yon Rog.
2: Yon Rog, thank you. Look at her. out notes. I know, but I didn't I, know.
1: I I still made notes about it, All so right. I, I sounded clever.
0: <laughs> one point to you. Unless you one more, more point than I have. <laughs> you can regain it. How
2: did this. Uh, how do you feel about the alien setting for this because it, it's quite a distinct difference from the earth setting that we find with captain america which is obviously very much set in a time and an, a, a day which you're probably familiar with from other movies
1: it wasn't that great really given that this was made in 2019 the planet that they landed on to get rid of the scroll was a bit blah could have been anywhere okay. she does like martha she doesn't
2: like the planet
1: <laughs> yeah i'm a bit critical today aren't i but that's how i feel it wasn't Amazing. The shape shifting part of the scrolls was amazing. That was the thing that captured captured me as part of that particular, you know, part of the film.
0: It's interesting that you've gone from the first show we did oozing excitement, joy and favouritism to certain characters. Booker. And then this one is getting a bit of a <coughs> lukewarm reception, isn't it? I know. Has this dampened your enthusiasm?
1: No. Because Nick Fury's character has really come into himself on this one.
0: But you've not seen him yet, have you?
1: I have. Yeah. He's on in what? this. He's in
0: um, all the way through, though. No, you're t- I'm talking about before this film.
1: No, but he was a snippet in, in, yeah, in the last one. But the fact that they've introduced such interesting characters, like, it, although it's Captain Marvel, actually, the flirking... Brilliant, Talos, brilliant, Fury, really good. And I would say, and like Maria Rambeau, I think those characters made the film rather than her. For me,
0: I know. Well, I, so. I think that's a that's a really interesting take considering they've just renamed the sequel Mar- the Marvels. Oh right. Um, which is not a spoiler because that's fact. It was going to be called Captain Marvel. Well, so if you've you- watched this film, you'll know she's not dead. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so because of the series Ms. Marvel and because of Monica. Rambo, yeah, which is not—it's not, not well—it's—it's it's, it's confirmed they're all going to be in Marvels, right? But because they've recently just changed the name from Captain Marvel two to Mar to Marvels or Marvels, it's. In, I wonder whether it's a exit stage left for Captain Marvel because of the lukewarm reception.
1: So to answer your question, it hasn't dampened my spirits because I was still excited by the other characters, just not by her necessarily.
0: Okay,
2: I, I mean I must admit i ignoring for a second the difference in when these were released I never really I wasn't as big a fan of these sorts of settings because they're alien settings I feel more detached from the storyline
1: Because you can't relate because you're not an alien Yeah you
2: can't relate because I've never <laughs> been to an alien planet Not yet anyway
0: I'm hoping not, not later, <laughs> I, was waiting, I was waiting for that I, I thought it was going to from this side <laughs> I'm an alien probe. <laughs> Actually not that
2: bad. <laughs> Lube's the answer. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for Bezos to let me go on his enormous
0: penis pl- uh, plane. I'm glad you finished that sentence off. Yeah, i waiting for Bezos been- to go on his enormous penis. <laughs> well, you could do it like I did when I can't make it. I've got a prior engagement. What is more important than going on a spaceship? That's better, yes. I
1: know, that's so true. Isn't it? Yeah, idiot. You just paid a
0: hundred million. I know. And you go, oh, God, oh get whatever, me whatever it was. Court. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I've got, um, I've got to have a smear. <laughs> Anyway, the good thing about that is he gave it to some student, didn't he? Yeah. So, Happy Days, how good's that? It's just yeah. He's just made that guy famous. The student. First one. He won't pass his degree, but he'll be famous because he's been on a <laughs> spaceship with Jeff. Good old Jeff Bezos, but the the investors were panicking. <laughs> Can you imagine? Where's, where's Jeff? He's in that.
2: <laughs> what about the, the, the beginning to the film? The, the how so- far at the beginning? <clears throat> Well, we, we've we've had a bit of a fight, so I presume there's a bit of backstory there. They move quite quickly through her backstory, really, to sort of set the scene, don't they? Did mm. you get a good feel for what the story was going to be or who she was, or did you really understand it by the time you got to when, basically, the scroll string her up and- plug her brain in so they can see her memories.
1: Yeah, um, no it was too quick at the beginning, I think the only time that I felt like I knew her backstory was when Talos was at uh, Maria Rambeau's house and then it all suddenly made sense, all the history, because even the flashbacks when they hung her up upside down, it was still not 100% clear as to what, I still had questions like how did her memory get wiped, why was who who the hell was, you know Dr. Lawson etc, so
0: They've changed a lot of things there as well, yeah. which will be covered later in the show. Okay. But um, what I did like actually, when I first remember watching the trailers, I liked the the sort of use of the exposition between her joining the uh, the armed forces, and a little there was a little little bit of maybe link to when we see um, Captain America before he gets the serum. What he's doing his best to jump over all the assault course, mm. there is the bit where she kept falling down. Yeah. And they spliced all those scenes together. So you see her getting beaten up by Jon mm. uh, Rogan, and falling down. You see her in the explosion, falling down. You see her when she's trying to do all of the training to be a, a pilot and falling down. So they splice all them together to show, I suppose, this. You know, that she needs to stand on her feet a bit. She more. needs to stop drinking when she's on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I like the trailer. I think I think there's a lot of it to show the it's sort of female empowerment and stuff.
1: It was, I think that's probably what put me off. It was yeah. just too much
0: in your face. Yeah, and the thing is, is I mean, there was well, the theme was very much control at yeah. the time it
2: came out. About she's being controlled by various people. She was controlled by, by her dad. K- she was then controlled by the army. And then she by was the controlled Kree. by the Cree. Mm. So they was Very much that theme or thread running through yeah. at the time. But
0: you're not impressed at all.
1: Nah, Captain America was way better storyline for me.
0: You need to be careful when you're telling these stories that you don't get all political and nonsense because that's what loses it for me. It's like it's escapism, isn't it? You're watching it to be in- enjoyment, isn't it?
1: It was enjoyable, it just wasn't better than Captain America.
0: Well, didn't... don't spoil your rankings already. No. But you didn't go and see a film called Yon Rog or you know Talos did you you went to see or Captain Fiori. Marvel yeah or Fury you went to see Captain Marvel so the fact that your sort of cipher characters are the ones that gave you the enjoyment <laughs> <laughs> something's gone wrong somewhere hasn't it so, yeah because I mean, Talos for me, is, a, is a really good character yeah because just- the Kai Blazim's Ben Mendelsohn is a very good actor and, you know, for for a species you haven't seen much of uh, or at all, in fact, you you actually get a bit of the humour coming through, don't you?
1: A massive amount of humour, which is why I loved him so much. But, like, am I the only one out of the three of us that thought this was, like, she was not great?
0: So,
2: in terms of how she played it, I thought she was okay, but I'm just not a fan of the character because she's too powerful. Mm. I have a Superman complex, which I've discussed before, where if they're too powerful I find them quite boring okay. because they can never be beaten they can never lose they'll always come good, I want someone who's beatable, like Captain American can be slapped around a bit by someone who's had a super serum or a more powerful person, whatever that might be so it might be someone with super serum and a load of toys as well, whereas Captain Marvel, she's she's pretty much indestructible, indestructible which makes me go, yeah, not really arse when you're in a fight because you but I know you're going to win
1: mm.
0: Yeah because even Captain America You know He didn't got super serum in him you know I what just I mean? said that Yeah But there's <laughs> nothing else though Has he, he, hasn't, got he hasn't got anything He's not super fast is he No Yeah he is Is he Yeah has he just got better endurance No he's super fast yeah his He his birth has birth got part? super speed Yeah he has Do you, I think he has enhanced things I don't think he has <laughs> Oh <Oi, oi. laughs> yeah <laughs> He might well Haven't seen how big his <laughs> biceps grew In that machine <laughs> <So> That's <probably> us <laughs> rather to that <laughs> Me pants are tighter oh. Um that's where he was going to be fair uh, <laughs> no I think I don't think he's a, he's not a speedster he has enhanced he's, a, he's an enhanced um, it, arguably he's not a meta-human per se he's a enhanced person I just I don't know in fact he did because he
2: ran when he was chasing he the, the Taxi that's what
1: yeah, I was just when, he was, when
2: he was chasing yeah. the
1: how can yeah Hydra yeah, agent yeah, but after he'd been
2: he'd, done he was he was super fast Yeah. so yeah I he remember, is yeah, you're fundamentally wrong yeah like super super fast
1: Right in and he's tell got, us he's not
2: the <laughs> fastest but he's super he's faster than me I mean most people are but let's imagine I'm Usain Bolt he's faster than Usain Bolt by a considerable margin
0: I'm faster than Usain Bolt rolling down a hill <laughs> No, he's not a speedster. He doesn't have super speed. I think I'm going to go with... He's not the
1: Flash. Should we just leave it there?
0: Well, we might might do. Let's fact check this. Okay. I think he has enhanced abilities, which makes him fast and endurance-wise. He could run for a long, long time. So, therefore... The guy's chasing it's gonna run out of breath at some point, which means you slow down slowly, which means you're faster.
2: I feel we're digressing. but well, we probably are. Uh, um, the, you've mentioned the scroll, you seem you seem quite infatuated with the scroll. At what point did you become infatuated with the scroll? Because let's be brutally honest here, they're not depicted as the good guys in no, the first half of this film.
1: They're not. Um I think So how
2: prejudiced were you uh, when you first came across the scroll?
1: I think because they could shape shift, that piqued my interest because they could be anybody. That is very cool.
2: Yeah, so you like them from the get-go?
1: Yeah. Did Even you though think they, they were baddies, I was like... Or? Well, uh, well oh, I they, did Okay, I did think that they were baddies.
2: So she's judging the book Yeah, but I told you We've I We've already like found baddies. this with Bucky. Bu- she's just shallow, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> but I like,
1: I like baddies anyway. I like Red School Second. Well,
0: <laughs> hang on. You didn't say Red School First, though, did you? <laughs> I won't go into Look that you, again. Pop, pop <laughs> Beep, 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 yeah. Beep, yeah, it's beep, the reverse skier, <laughs> Yeah. reverse. Who was your first one, Bucky? And then the second one was Bucky. No,
1: I usually like I usually like baddies anyway because I like the characters. I know, but there's a
2: difference between liking the baddies and thinking that the baddies, which is sort of the point of the question, really. Yeah. Did you automatically assume that the Cree were the goodies yeah, and the Skrull were the baddies?
1: Yeah, just because that was how the story was told.
2: Looking back in context, which part of that story suggested the scroll were the bad guys? because and they make quite a good point later on in the movie when she's kidnapped now bearing in mind the cree were sent to that island at the very beginning and started shooting everybody up she was captured by the Skrull but if someone was shooting you you'd probably try and capture someone and on that ship she was the one who killed everyone the Skrull didn't do anything they weren't even torturing her they weren't causing her any pain were they? no and she's the one who went around battering the living tail outs out of everyone yeah. and killing people yeah no and, shoes on and then when she landed on blockbuster uh, she landed in blockbuster uh, we were chasing the scroll.
0: yeah
2: but the Skrull didn't hurt anyone in that process did they
0: no they didn't and she did punch out a girl sorry an old, an old woman on a train yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so what What? I'm, I'm not being pedantic what I'm saying is it's interesting that you've done exactly what I did and it's understandable because they obviously intended to do that, but we've assumed the bad guys, even though actually looking back through the film, there's actually nothing that they did at any point that made them the because bad guys. Because it's
1: preconceived that Captain Marvel is in the right on the right team.
2: Absolutely. Did did that come as a surprise? Did you have any inklings?
1: What that the scroll were that,
2: that you might find that it's reversed uh, that the goodies that you thought were goodies were actually baddies yeah, and, and
1: I like it when that happens when they lead you down one path and then all of a sudden there's something that happens and then oh my god they're actually goodies so and I think I texted you as well I was like oh my god they're actually fine because they've met their families or whatever so it's kind of nice that you've proved wrong sometimes
2: but, well I'm never wrong so I wouldn't <laughs> know that I'll have to take your word for it <laughs> Well, when you do the fact
0: check on the speed,
2: you'll see Well, no, I'm confident with that. I'm happy you with that. You've it for a minute, though. <laughs> no,
0: no, I've, I've, I feel like I've, I've talked myself in. I'm all right. I think Ishtar's <laughs> talked you into that one. Yeah, yeah. you campaigning. So, no, but that's an interesting take on the film, though, isn't it? Because you, you go there, don't you, straight away with preconceived ideas. 100%. Now. Because you know it's going to be a good superhero film. Yeah. You just immediately think, don't you?
1: even though there was no reference to Captain Marvel for that whole first segment, so technically that was a real another really... I'm not really coming across very well with this, with all these shallow comments that I'm making. I should have probably looked a little bit more deeper and be like, mm, should I really... Are they really the goodies? Actually, though, yon Rog with his shallow eyes... Did make me question whether or not the Cree were actually goodies or baddies.
2: Yeah, you can't trust anyone with yellow eyes. Yeah. Again, we've flip-flopped slightly because we've we, we've now assumed that all the Skrull are good guys and all the Cree are bad guys, having jumped to the conclusion that it was the other way around. But that's still not the case, is it, Mark?
0: Uh, yeah. So there's goodies and baddies. The problem is now we're moving into realms that we can't technically talk about because they're in different. They occupy space in different TV shows and properties
2: but the the Cree scroll war is something that's in the comic books isn't it that they they have a big ding dong just generally
0: well there's there's, uh, there's two big things actually you've got the secret invasion which is um which is actually going to be a show on disney which will touch upon uh, i imagine the infiltration of the avengers that took place because of the shape-shifting and things uh, and then you have the the kree scroll war uh, well, in fact, there was a couple. Um, the one from 1971, stroke 1972, by Ray, Roy Thomas, um, is basically a war that just enveloped everything. And unfortunately, where Earth was positioned, we were kind of in the middle of it. So then the Avengers had to step in. So we didn't end up uh, being kind of wiped out by it because we were in the middle of it all. But it was the the well. The There's been two wars. Um, this this one particularly is the one that was uh, Roy Thomas wrote about in the comics before he was employed by DC Comics. <clears throat> but it was just massive because it just spanned different universes. Mm. Like any war, I suppose, just because it's not on, on Earth, it was just across universes. But there's, there's splinter groups, so you find, like, so like with Ronan, who's Kree, you don't know much about him, do you? yet
1: well he was introduced in this film wasn't yeah. he and yeah I didn't know that he was Kree until right at the end well yeah. he, he was obviously liaising with yon Rog, yeah. but I wasn't 100% sure what that relationship was between Ronan and the Kree at that point because they don't explicitly say it because he could theoretically be just in alliance with the Kree if you if you you know were watching it like I was watching it like I didn't no, if he was part of it,
2: so well, he is actually Cree, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yon Rog isn't Cree because he's not blue. I assume I don't know what well, he I is. Think,
0: well, he's uh, well, yon Rog in the in terms of the Star Force, it's just a group of people. Yeah, so it's like just a, an elite team. In the comics, they're not good Star Force. Yeah, because none of
1: them are blue. No, they Cree. weren't very nice, were they? Yeah,
0: basically, the Star Force P team when you first see them, they look at, like they're going to be good, like sort of like your SAS team or your. Uh, Navy SEALs—they're just sent in, infiltrate. Or Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I
1: was—I was actually going to give reference to Guardians of the Galaxy because it did give me the feels for Guardians of the
0: Galaxy. Are we talking? Can we? Can we reference? Well,
2: we can't. Re- we we can, I mean, people will know that Guardians of the Galaxy exists, yeah. and I suppose it's no spoiler because we know he doesn't die in this film; that Ronan does reappear in the Guardians. But I won't probably go any further into what happens, where he fits in, and so on. For me, it was quite interesting because seeing ronan here first and then seeing him in guardians of the galaxy makes a bit more sense for me now because i didn't really know who he was when i first saw him because i saw those movies the other way around because of the release dates. Mm. so that's quite interesting well i
0: made a couple of notes because i noticed i saw your notes so um and you raised them a page raised them a page so in terms of the kree they are one of the most technically advanced races in the galaxy And then what you get is an introduction to the progenitors and the celestials, which um, for anyone know that the celestials are mentioned in other films and will be has just been seen in the latest trailer for the Eternals, which I will mention another time. No, it's fine. You can mention it uh, because people will know these things are coming out. It's just a wider comic. Yeah, well, it, no, it's a def- def- this is all comic book based, by the way, so it's no, it's no the, these thing. are new yeah. things
2: that have been introduced. Yeah, the audience. Yeah, exist. brace yourself. This this gets complicated. <laughs> I haven't quite wrapped my head around this yet.
0: I am going to be doing on a like I'm doing on my board. I'm going to break it all down. What sort of what came first? But you've got the progenitors who experimented on the Kree, and as a result of that, created the first race of the Inhumans, which is a show to watch. Um, and then obviously through uh, it got cancelled after one season it It wasn't one of the strongest of series if I'm honest and I can say that I haven't watched it but through Terra Genesis um, they do this process where they hold like it's like a a rock and the rock breaks and you're in a confined space and you breathe in the fumes and basically that either kills you or it gives you um, essentially a change to your makeup and gives you a power of some sort Mm. so not quite X-Men but you become what's known as an inhuman But because the progenitors messed around with the DNA of the Kree, they ended up creating the first race of Inhumans. And then the Celestials got involved uh, separately, and they created the Kree Eternals and the Kree Deviants. Now, anyone who's seen the Eternals will know that the only reason why the Eternals get involved, which is why you didn't see them in any other film, because they're not allowed to get involved, they only get involved... If it involves deviance. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's a cre. And then Ronin <laughs> is never actually given a military title. So although he's referred to as Ronin the Accuser, never ever 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 mentioned in any time. It just knows that he's a military, like a rogue military person. The reason why the Ronins are mentioned is because of the fact that the ships that they are in aren't known as the Accusers. They just basically do carpet bombing. Um, so that's why you kind of get that title. Now, did you recognise Stan Lee in this film? Yes. Nice little Easter egg side thing there. It was. Yeah. What's the double Easter egg? Have you got the double Easter egg?
2: Uh, well, I, uh, isn't this when, just after he died? And so um, that's not really him.
0: <coughs> no, it isn't. Or it's, it's a fossil. CGI version him. of him, is it? Yeah, because that was my. F- I'm surprised you didn't open up with this. Why? Well, because it's my first. It's my first Easter egg, which is it's the first film to be released since the death of Stan Lee. and they do a different intro to the to the film.
1: I did notice the the intro, but to be fair, I have only watched two officially, and that's
0: true. Actually, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, uh,
2: I've forgotten you. Roughly. Oh my god, I can't believe you didn't know is that the second film was different from the first.
0: <laughs> I mean, what's the average of that? <laughs> Um, that would be five wouldn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> not, not one <laughs> so yeah so you, you don't know this but um, actually no technically no actually, have you seen Blade have you seen uh, X-Men See, have you seen yeah, him?
2: But n- you won't remember the, the no, starts. I mean how long 12? how long ago was it that you
0: watched that ages ago yeah. but
1: I didn't really watch it like I'm watching the films now it was just on the the tv in the okay. background he's
0: not in blade actually he's in silver surfer he's in fantastic Four. it was a lovely nod to him anyway wasn't yeah. it yeah it was nice um so anyway as mark said do you want to tell them what it, what it no it was no camera? you guys so he's not so it's not cgi they refused to do that which is why in deadpool they didn't do anything like that it's just a picture on a wall
2: quick question the words escape me
0: <laughs> <laughs> how
2: Deep oh, is you your love <laughs> How nostalgic were you when they landed into Blockbuster?
1: Oh, majorly. That was that was a nice little nod back to the nineties, apparently. Yeah. Could,
0: could you smell the popcorn?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love Blockbuster. Yeah. I you know see. that was the actual last Blockbuster in America. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. They filmed inside the actual last one ever in Oregon. I was
2: gutted. I, still gutted being able to go to Blockbuster at the weekend to pick some films. Friday night. Do you know they had to ask for Arnie's permission to blow his head up? You know, they had the, uh, the, oh, really? the, the thingy of Annie, yeah, and, the... and when this skull shoots and his head goes kapoom.
1: No way. How did you know that? Wikipedia.
2: Thanks. Okay. I've, I've,
0: again, I probably got it off Mark from the previous recording, but <laughs> I'm using it. This man put the effort He's been listening to the Marvel. He's watched the film and then listened to our podcast. I feel
1: his level of research is epic.
2: Well, I could beat that because Mark probably told me that it was going to be The Mask. Oh, why? But they
0: couldn't get the rights for it, so they did Arnie instead. Because there's kind of... you remember the last Action Hero film? When, yeah. So when they swapped it round and it was Stallone? Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of that, isn't there, kind of going on? the it's, Well, it's all, like, nostalgia stuff. 95, round... 95 was a really good time and 90s, to be. 80s yeah. 80s and 90s.
1: Um,
0: but he's like Miss Matt. He's like uh, Mere She Wrote when he's been typing. He's like, oh, he's got the podcast <laughs> going on, he's watching the movie, he's typing away. He hasn't got it on the back of a stamp. <laughs>
2: How did you feel about old Nick Fury? You've said you already liked him, but did you notice the fact that they'd CGI'd him to be young? Didn't have to do Nick much then, do they? Oh, he's annoyingly young-looking, any he? for his age. Didn't even pick that up. Did you not? No, they do deaging very well. <laughs> that was probably the easiest deaging project they ever had to do. Probably, They yeah. just had to brush out some of his uh, grey hairs on his head.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it. Because they did it with what? Um, Kurt Russell, didn't they? In, yeah. In, you know, other than just to tell you the yes. fact that they did, what they said they said that the makeup people did some jiggery-pokery magic and they used very little in the way of CGI de-aging. Mm. So I, I suppose if you've got month, multiple million pound dollars, you can just afford to have good skins. But it,
2: you didn't notice it, which sort I, of gives you an example of how good.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I was too busy kind of understanding what his role was, picking up on his lines, the fact that his eye finally went. <laughs> his, was right eye or left eye? Left
0: eye. Left eye. Right eye in the comics. Yeah, you know. What Can I just pick up on that, actually? Because I wasn't overly happy about that explanation. Sometimes less is more. Sometimes you don't need to know all of the things do we? because I felt that was a little bit of an anti-claim about his eye yeah. I thought it was because throughout all the things know. that you haven't seen there's a question that is brought up about his patch and he, he makes it's a bit like the Wharf uh, when Wharf's asked about Klingons and he kind of says so we don't talk about that type of thing he does a Nick Fury type thing and to then be explained, well, it's
2: as, like Han Solo and the dice in the Millennium Falcon. Yes, exactly
0: that. You don't need to know, you know. So, for example, as a viewer, when somebody walks to a door, you don't need to see the door handle turn to know they've gone through the door. It's implied. So for me, I just felt that was a little bit of over-explanation. I
2: like the humour of him constantly potentially losing his eye. It was always that eye that got damaged or
0: injured throughout.
1: Yeah, I think the whole relationship with him and the Flerkin. And and that's the reason that led to the loss of the eye was actually nice.
0: To lose an eye because of a massive pussy is.
1: (laughs) I was waiting for someone to say that. I was going to be followed.
0: Well, I I have put Nick Fury Loves Pussy (laughs) in the eye. So that's the worst case of pink eye you've ever had.
1: I'll say. Isn't it?
0: I mean, to lose a retina.
2: Oh, man. What I am particularly interested to know is what you think of Nick Fury as a character because he's very different in this to what we've seen him as.
0: Yes cuz he's yeah cuz he's in a different time it, of his career. It, this is young yeah. Nick Fury. He's yeah. he's essentially like a level 3 now. Yeah, so describe to us
2: what you think Nick Fury is as a character.
1: Um I like him as a character. I think it's interesting to see him evolve from being just a shield agent and not knowing about aliens to then being convinced about aliens because of the whole car thing and then understanding because he he joins forces with captain marvel pretty quickly i i like him as a character why he's witty he is a do-gooder i do genuinely think that he wants to make sure that people are safe and he's yeah he's funny Man, i always like humor in films which is why i like Talos so much
0: Marvel does humour very well they've got a good balance haven't they they have
2: a good I balance I mean I like I like the fact that this is a different Nick Fury to the one that you will come across by virtue of the fact that it's 20 years on mm. is that right yeah mm, 20 yeah. plus yeah. years yeah. on isn't it's it all more than isn't it yeah because the Marvel films are generally set roughly I well, know it's not strictly true but roughly the year they come out and there's slight variance in that so if a film was released in 2011 they roughly work on the basis that that's the year that the film is set in yeah. if it's set in the present time so obviously Captain America's 1940 whatever it was but like the present when they went to the at the end of Captain America it went to the present day that would have been intended to have been 2011 yeah. so you're seeing Nick Fury bold bald with a patch on his eye 20 years on from... Yeah. when you've been watching him here and yeah. obviously there's a lot well, we all change a lot over that sort of time don't we he's that- more
0: grizzled now and seasoned Yeah. Uh, so there's there's the there's a the level of that um accumulative accumulative knowledge ex, um wisdom experience that is now which is what which is what you're seeing in him i mean the only with the, with the timeline with the films there's there's, there's a credit to marvel because um end game set in 2023 and then spider-man homecoming is the the adjust the figures because because obviously they retconned it into Iron Man three that that's the kid he saves and you haven't seen any of these, have you? So, sh- <laughs> right. but basically what they what Marvel do <clears throat> very well is they future proof their films because by the time we get the next film we will actually physically be in 2023. I remember you said. So that means that they can plan stuff that's set in that time and when we when we arrive at that time it fits and then we've had COVID so that's helped them a little bit. <laughs> although maybe not so anyway no but that's good isn't it because as you watch the films as he pops up you'll see how he has developed
1: he's a lovely character in this you really grow to love him
2: interesting yeah I mean you know his middle name don't you by the end of this whereas I've always known him as Nicholas J Fury whereas he uses the old Joseph doesn't he yeah, yeah.
1: I forgot about that yeah
2: well I think it's in my notes mm.
1: uh,
2: alright what about Coulson Because Coulson will mean very little to you because he only has a very, very fleeting appearance in this film. But he is someone who does play a bit more of a role in the future MCU. I mean, as far as you're concerned, Coulson has her.
1: Yeah, and he was only in the film for like 10 minutes or something. Right at the beginning where he lets Fury go, covers his back. That was good.
2: Yeah, but more importantly, he has her.
1: Okay, but that doesn't mean
0: anything to me.
2: (laughs) He has bad but more hair. More
0: importantly, he has hair. He, he,
2: he, <laughs> I feel the de-aging of Colson wasn't quite as successful as the de-aging of Nick Fury.
0: No, that, was never, gonna, that, that was never going to work.
2: It looked like a gerbil had just laid
0: on his head and died. He just basically shoved like a massive tuft of hair.
1: Okay, I didn't even.
2: I
0: think when you're trying to aid some. well, you're trying I think to what de-aid... we're trying to say is that the older
2: Colson has less okay. on his barn. <laughs> The hairline has receded. Okay.
0: With the with, uh, introduction to Coulson that you've seen, as small as it was, what did you think of that character?
1: Good. Yeah. I mean, he helped Fury and Captain Marvel get away, and that's a good thing. He didn't follow instruction. He deviated a little bit.
0: Oh, he's rogue.
1: He is a bit rogue.
0: Ooh. We love a rogue. You do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pattern here, isn't there? <laughs> I, I, I might take a little bit of a, a chance here and go, every single film, you're going to pick the baddie out of everyone. <laughs> yeah, I am. Bucky wasn't a buddy, was he? I see I see him as an anti-hero. In this, he's not. No, Bucky's not even in this. In Captain America, oh, yeah. I mean, he yeah. wasn't. No, but, I, mean, no, but I know, you know where you're I, going with I, it, I but you, let's not go there. No. <laughs> no. Can I not just go rogue? No. You like robes, you just said? <laughs> rules are meant to be broken when I'm going. We don't need rules. If you were a scroll and you
2: could turn into anyone... <laughs> <laughs> or let me let me rephrase this a different way if you had a scroll at your disposal
0: (laughs) is it a stupid question to ask you you would have (laughs) him i I, 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 I. I know even though you knew it wasn't bucky
1: yeah because bucky might be fighting intergalactic wars for long periods of time so it might be really handy to have scroll bucky
0: do you realize how shallow that is
1: yeah, you're I'm not coming to, across very well, No, because what you're
0: saying there is you would make someone else yeah. Bucky, just visually well, Bucky. He, I, well, it's something like cosplaying it, dressing up in the old bedroom. Yeah, but how many people do you, yeah, you... What you don't do, though, is you don't go to a cosplay thing, a kidnap a cosplayer... <laughs> Then dress them up as somebody else.
2: Hey, you added the kidnap into that scenario.
0: No point did I say the scroll was being held against his will. Too many people get carried away with LARPing, and unfortunately it never ends well because they believe the people out there dressing up as to be the people they are when they get them home and they're a financial task, tax tax advisor it soon ru- ruins the fantasy
1: Alright, so wait a minute, which which scroll characters would you transform into from Marvel?
0: I'm interested to hear Mark's actually, seeing as he posed the question
2: Oh, uh, well Superman As we're going shallow, it's Black Widow
0: Gotta be Annie Captain Britain <laughs> you know, We'd have a good tussle <laughs> Followed by, followed by a pie dinner and a moonlight walk.
1: Oh my God, I can visualise it. I
0: would, well, she was, what would happen is she would throw a shield and I'd have to run after it. You'd come out like a back. panting dog.
1: Brilliant.
0: Uh, and um. I think I'd probably amble. I'm a bit unfit. I'd, I'd just, a leisurely walk. Now Talos
2: is an interesting character because in the comic books his full title is what Mister
0: Latham. Well, it originally was Talos the Untamed, and that was why. Because he was he was well he was one of the uh, major scroll, wasn't he? In, in the whole th- um, well he was unable to shapeshift, wasn't he? He was unable to shapeshift. That was the that was the main thing. But the, he lost his title, didn't he? Because because of well, I made a note. Um, what what should happen when they get captured? Is they supposed to commit suicide? Okay. As part like 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 with the Japanese they um. All they, the Germans in uh, Captain America. Or Hydra. Well, yeah. Hydra. Yeah, but I mean historically, you'd like not, not, what samurai. The, yeah, samurai, samurai. Yeah, also, but what the other Japanese called the um the like the gangsters, what they call. Oh yes, you know I know. know. I mean, yeah. The yakuza. Uh, yeah. So where they kind of hiraku is it or something where they kill themselves? Mm. But but the samurai the triads Yeah, the triads So one of them, they part of their thing is like sort of ritual suicide, so he got he got captured and he was supposed to kill himself and he didn't. So as a result, he lost the untamed part, but he can't shapeshift, as you rightly say. Which is but weird. he can in
2: this. Although we didn't see him shapeshift after he got shot at the end. No. I wonder whether in whatever future movies he may appear in, he might lose that. Mm. Interesting. True,
1: do not think about well, that. Well, you'll
0: soon see him in the uh, new Disney series, Secret Wars, Secret Invasion, sorry. Because uh. he's going to be in that with um, Nick Fury.
1: I was just more concerned about the fact that he didn't die because I didn't want another character that I liked to die. Yeah,
0: but, it, but in <laughs> the, but what they've done is, which is what I was talking about when we talked about the Captain America and when we did another podcast, Comic was that the MCU adapt storylines to suit their purposes. Mm-hmm. So what you sometimes need to do is go to the core source, the comics, because otherwise what happens then is your reality becomes what you watch rather than the reality that is the comics. So... In this, he can shapeshift, which is which obviously is all power to the storyline because we know that he's going to have a bigger role. In that was it.
1: fascinating that yeah. they did that.
0: Yeah, it was fascinating, wasn't it?
1: It was fascinating. I mean,
0: that was the the word I used. Was it? No. <laughs> no, but that's, no, I'm glad you brought that up. So oh, yeah, so he welcome. was he was disgraced and he lost his title, but he yeah. You can't shapeshift. Hashtag interesting.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the storyline that went with her getting her powers? I mean, you, Did you find this, and I'm, to be honest, I'm still slightly confused about the Marvel, Marvel thing mm-hmm. going on. So you've got the Marvel, who was the...
1: Dr. Lawson.
2: Dr. Yeah. Lawson, and then you've got Marvel... Which who Nick is Fury. Danvers become? I don't yeah. know. We are you, are, you are you as confused as I am? There or? wasn't
1: a direct reference to her as Captain Marvel, was there really? That I that I saw all you, in this movie. In this movie, all you saw was Nick Fury saying mispronouncing Marvel to say Marvel. So that was the only nod to it. Yeah.
0: can you can you shed any light on this? So Marvel in the comics is a man.
1: Confused.
0: Well, no, that's because. They've taken the story from Kelly Kelly Sue DeConnick's storyline, and they've made well the vessel made the Supreme Intelligence female, and then they've made Marvel, who is a man in the comics. They've changed that, but they've also made Doctor. Well, who's the character? Lawson. Doctor Lawson. Marvel, Marvel. I like that
1: she was a female though. Yeah.
0: Well, but why is she called Marvel? Because she was Captain Marvel.
2: Right. So she was the original and Chris, uh, the thingy danvers takes over from her carol
0: danvers because they've changed the origins of the story of how carol danvers gets her powers because she's supposed to be i mean it's in my it's in my easter eggs but she's supposed to be a hybrid human uh, scroll but in, so
2: can she shape shift then in the comics no she, it's, it's all very she, confusing because, isn't it because yeah. yeah. she's a hybrid she can't but the in the um so what's the other perks of being a scroll then if you can if you can
0: well that's a question actually and I'm glad you brought that up because if you can shapeshift can you add matter can you create matter to areas that you didn't previously have <laughs> matter clearly how is it clearly give because, us the evidence for that young lady well, clearly the shapeshift. talos she's clinging onto this for the bookie reference I know. Isn't <laughs> shapeshifting isn't the same as adding talos stuff.
1: becomes a woman right. when he comes off the beach so he added matter that wasn't there before
0: that's true well, depends. And on, got yep, rid of matter ah. that was However, probably
1: there before. Too.
0: Ladies are maybe smaller than scroll. Well, they're definitely smaller than man. So I suppose what he's saying is, if
2: you've got one kilogram of scroll. stuff, how you shape it, it'll always be one still kilogram. one kilogram. It's just so. This is the
0: first time Mr. Pollard's so, got what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> so what what he's saying is, Bucky's legs might be substantially shorter yeah. in order to add that extra. <laughs> <laughs> in order to keep it within the one kilogram
0: example I've just given yeah. now do you see where we're going yeah I should yes, keep him around that was very this is technical. A historic moment the first time he's understood what I'm saying it's not like the Olympic Games where you have a man performing as a female
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> why I mean
0: so if you've got if you've got uh, what's his name Talos? So you've got Talos and he's 25, he's 15 kilograms, yeah? And there's a lady 16 kilograms. You can only shapeshift what you've got. So you got. Does she have, like, a smaller boob or something? What happens? Maybe, but, like... You're not giving me any evidence to support your theory. <laughs> no, but You're saying shit. to go
2: you? back to what we were originally discussing, what's the perks of being a scroll if you can't shapeshift if she was part... Skrull, which he isn't. So I suppose we're we're talking about something that's not relevant for this film. Mm-hmm. Not.
0: Well, okay. If I was, if I was a, if I had shapeshifting abilities, I would probably be a villain. And what I would use that for is to use facial. Yeah, no, but you, you,
2: you're missing the point. I if was... if she's she's part scroll in the comic books, yes. but she can't shapeshift because yeah. she's only part scroll. What's the point of being part scroll then? You don't have the control
0: of your DNA, dear. Her mum was her, her mum was Kree. Um, no, no.
2: But what I mean is, she she. Presumably, that's a bit like saying um, I don't know. I'm trying to give trying to give a, a completely useless example. Um, well, if you
0: did your ancestry, 25 percent of you could be Venezuelan. So, what does that make you?
2: No, no. I was just interested in why she was why they met because you said she was made.
0: No, I'm saying she's a hybrid.
2: Oh right, okay. She wasn't made. She wasn't ah right, okay. Oh well, that, that I understand then. She's a bit like Spock, isn't she? Where yes. she's at a, right, okay. But, but the cat. <laughs>
1: oh i love the cat who did doesn't you, want to flirk in after that
2: well what did you did you think <laughs> there was something weird about the cat when yes. the Skrull sort of shimmied away or did you just think that Skrull don't like cats no
1: i noticed the weird thing about the cat in the record room because i was like the cat was outside oh then the cat was inside there's something weird about that cat so I already knew that it wasn't really a cat. And then, obviously, the squirrel was like, oh, no, that's a flirking!" I was like, what the hell's a flurking? And then, bam, all the tentacles come out of his mouth.
0: Did you Wikipedia what a flurking was? No,
1: I didn't, actually. I was assuming you would.
0: No. <laughs> did you not? No. Shall I explain to you? Go on. Because in the comics, the cat is just a cat.
1: <laughs> oh, how disappointing.
0: Well, because of the, the uh, re-origin of this they so it's called Goose, but in the in the comics it's not called Goose. It's called Chewy. But as might, in
1: Star Wars, Chewy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or someone who likes to chew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they've called him Goose because obviously it's the wingman from the film Tom Cruise film. Top Good. Top yeah, so,
1: I didn't get that reference. So they've, they've Did you to, not? No. Cheese
0: Louise. We're doing all the heavy lifting, aren't we? I know. <laughs> um, so the Flarkin essentially is... Well, well in the comics, it's Rocket Raccoon who tells Ms. Marvel that the cat's a Flarkin, And essentially what a Flarkin is is a, a cat-sized TARDIS with pocket dimensions. The cat is able to do what it does with what we know to do at the end of the film. Okay. Because it's basically an interdi- a small pocket-dimensional being inside its stomach.
1: Right, okay. So
0: when you see how it all... Ends Combs up being on. back, yeah. yeah. So yeah. when all the test of tentacles
1: <laughs> just
0: pop out. <laughs> that's happened to me a few times. Most of oh, libraries <laughs> <Shh. God. laughs> basically that's what that is. So it's able to do that. Um but that's been it's not I wouldn't say not even retconned, it's just that they've decided in the wisdom which they do sometimes in the comics, is they reboot a, a storyline. Yeah. Um and that's what they've done, they've given it the flairkin. Not, well, actually, while well I put in my notes a flirkin, not to be confused with the wig that covers a lady's flange.
1: Are you shitting me that you just said
0: that? No, because that's called American. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't Wikipedia that. See, why are you Wikipedia and all the shit stuff? Oh my god! So, yeah, anyway, so that's basically more recently, particularly the crossover in Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: That was more information than I
0: well, valid, valid, thought the flirkin. Yeah, so when he's checking out who runs fast. Check out Flakins. No, not Flakins. Check out Merkins. <laughs> <laughs> I might buy one just to wear as a beard. I don't want to see that <laughs> You get coloured ones. Anyway, we're moving on to. <laughs>
2: now, Monica and Maria Rambo, I can see in your notes, you, you seem to have an affinity a, an a, an an for them.
1: Yeah. Where? Nice characters. How strong is that little girl?
2: Physically or just emotionally?
1: Emotionally strong, obviously. <laughs> we'll
2: she might be
0: physically strong at some I didn't point pick in the future
1: and she was funny did you get the reference to Fresh Prince that made me chuckle I did
2: in fact you promised to wrap the theme tune
1: <laughs> no <laughs> live on here I will not <laughs> we're having a wrap off after this
0: not unless it's been recorded no. <laughs> well the only wrap off I want is the one from KFC can tell the chicken fillet.
1: <laughs> that's making me hungry now yeah no but two really excellent characters obviously there's a reference to a future series with one of the characters, which is great, so that all made a little bit more sense. But it's nice to see Maria Rambo's character be so pivotal in the process of Carol kind of remembering who she is and things like that. So that was nice.
2: Because they d- they also have a relevance in the comic books, don't they? What about the big fight scene at the end, the crescendo? You've you sort of uh, suggested that you've enjoyed the film throughout. What because of the nostalgic ties to it?
1: Yeah. What about the, the big humor. finale? Boring. She just basically beats everybody up, doesn't she?
2: Well, it
0: lends bam, itself bam. to what Mark doesn't like about powerful heroes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about the music, then?
1: Fab Gwen Stefani, gotta love her. I do love that song.
0: Although the Nevermind album wasn't released in vinyl till 1996, so that's anachronism.
2: Wasn't that the Magic Kingdom, or was that one of the songs off that album?
0: Is you Neverending Story? You thinking of? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think it was no doubt, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. she was singing as no doubt. it's yeah. a
1: great song, but it's all female empowerment again, isn't it? But yeah. in a very cliche way.
0: For me, things like that need to be organic. I don't want to be. I say this all the time. It's like a, it is a bit like a broken record, but it's if it feels forced. Well, I think they had CDs in those days. Yeah, broken vinyl. Whatever. Yeah, well, if it's forced, a scratch CD.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: it, it doesn't fit well if it's organic and it sits in as it should do naturally. But if you're trying to tell someone something that you haven't gone to the cinema to do, you know, like, this sort of female empowerment and being strong and all this is like, you know, we were talking about the opportunity of outcome the other day, weren't we? So Mm. therefore, it's like, you're not marginalised simply because you've chosen a different path.
1: The only, the thing that bothered me about that whole scene the most was why didn't she kick Ronan's ass when she had the opportunity because that really bothered me that she'd done all that thing to
2: and let him get away
1: yeah why I would have just we know why
2: we know why because he had a contract for another film (laughs) because it would have cost billions
1: but that's where it fell short for me a little bit because she had prime opportunity to get a kick his ass and she didn't
2: And Yonrad as well, she didn't really kick his ass. No, she just
1: sent him packing without anything. So I'm like, if you're going to do the job, do the job. Aren't you trying to protect the scroll? But then you're keeping key people alive. Why would you do that when you've got an opportunity to just get them out? Yeah, obviously (laughs) it's sequels, but it's just frustrating if you're like, you know, one in...
0: It's an interesting take because when we've been to see comic properties that are lesser known than the main ones, and I'm, I'm... Marvel do it well where they take a comic property that no one knows much about and they really, you know, make it work. This, interestingly, didn't seem to hit the same level of impressiveness to me as others, even though it's a, it is a, a well-known character. Well, within the comic book fandom it is. You know, it, it sort of just seemed to be, like, like Mark said about sort of the superhero, sort, sort of Superman complex thing. Mm. It's, just, it's just a really, really, really powerful person, yeah. yeah. I mean, she doesn't actually need to be in a team. She could essentially fly around the universe. Well,
1: that's the point. She learned how to fly in like two seconds. Mm. So what else does she need? Is
0: that what your superpower would be, just flying?
1: No, I would, uh, what did I say my superpower would be? I can't remember.
2: Remember it? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Good memory,
1: yeah. Oh, trans... Potation. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. All right. Long, long haulage lorry truck driver. Uh, Game high. That ice, ice out. <laughs> what about
2: yon Rog? Did you like yon Uh Jude Law. Uh,
1: Jude Law annoyed me. A bit of Jude. Really? No. Hey
0: Jude.
1: No, I'm not a big fan Although of Jude Law. there were some rumours
0: at the time that he was going to be Marvell.
1: Oh, okay.
0: In fact, they all thought he was, didn't they? No, I wasn't that Net keen
1: Benning. on his... She played a great Marvel. I liked her character. I liked her. Hair.
0: Well, she was actually the supreme again, intelligence. That's, God. What, that's what, You have that's... to get the
1: better out of me. Like you just no, <laughs> showing everybody. I think everybody you, no, I think
0: you picked a film that's a bit difficult after the epic one that was Captain America. You picked another Captain. But this time round...
1: And she wasn't even great. referred to as Captain Marvel anywhere through the film, so that also Probably just me. not to
0: confuse everybody because there's that many people running around with, I'm Captain Marvel. No, I'm Captain Marvel. No, you're Black Adam. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shazam! Shaz- yeah, Shazam. Which one of you of the family of Shazams are you? <laughs> no, I'm Captain Marvel. No, you're Ms. Marvel. Who? I'm yeah. Marvel. Yeah, just, it just gets mental. But she was also the supreme intelligent. Now, that was a twist, actually, that I quite liked... Cause I've got it in my notes because in the comics the supreme intelligence is just a massive brain so when when they all the clever people die they absorb all that intelligence into a huge brain with massive eyes and stuff so what they've done which is quite good for the fans of the film is they've just made Annette Bening that isn't unsightly
2: why because she has a massive brain
0: well in the comics it would just be a massive just an unsightly massive <laughs> brain matter um, which I think would put people off if you watch. If you didn't like the film to start with, that would have hit me over the edge. Yeah, it? because it's a bit like you know when we were talking about Captain America.
1: Yeah,
0: and we were talking about who was the guy I said I liked for the comedic part.
1: Uh, Armin Zola. Yeah.
0: So if you if you Christ. consider what he looks like in the comics, the representation you don't really see that till later on. It's not the same as you saw in Captain America.
1: How's my nerd level going from this episode, by the way? Well, it's better the than mine. <laughs> That's why
2: I'm feeling slightly, <laughs> slightly insignificant here. You two are just nerding out while I just sit here, going, oh, I didn't get that on Wikipedia. What questions do you have about this film that you would perhaps like to, to discuss or would like some further padding on before we go into the ranking section?
1: Well... These might open up some spoilers, though. Can I tell you what open questions were left for me as a result of watching it?
2: Well, if we can't answer them because they might be spoilerific, then we'll say so, I guess, because presumably other people have the same. I'm sure thoughts.
1: it will be, yeah. But just like the questions I had to take away were what is Jon Yon-Rogg's fate now that he's been sent back into Cree with no Captain Marvel? Where has Ronan buggered off to that would be a spoiler wouldn't it they're probably all spoilers but I'll just mention them Fury was writing the report about his knee team and references the Avengers so that was a nod that I captured and the pager has been souped up by Captain Marvel that she's given to Fury so I'm sure that's relevant somewhere that's the open yeah questions I had
2: I think some of those we don't know the answers to. Other ones well, some you don't them. yet know the answers yeah. to. Yeah. Um, so they're all very valid questions. And it's quite good to see that you're observing people and things. On the back of our conversation from Captain America where Marvel never reference anything or use anything or show anything or introduce something without there being some wider plan yeah. at some point.
1: I am overly... I'm watching this with a very critical eye now.
2: Suspicious.
1: Indeed, mm. of everybody.
0: Well, even things that they put into films that they haven't used. I mean, I've got a couple of Easter eggs which refer to those type of things, but they, they put things into stuff that they haven't used for, like, 12, 12, 13 movies. And they're only stuff now that's coming on to happening. Okay. But, I mean, they, to answer the uh, pager... Because they're technologically advanced, that's why they can soup up the page. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it was just about where that was going to be used in the future. That would that
0: was an open question. Well, it, it gets used, doesn't it? Because you see it in. And s- no. Well, no. So, uh,
2: well, that brings me nicely on to. We'll do the Easter eggs in a second, then we'll go into the ranking. But the post-credit spoiler. So we had a debate, didn't we? last movie about whether people should or shouldn't and it was very much sort of on the air of caution because it might spoil things for you if you're watching them out of release date because the release date ones have spoilers that tend to lend into the films that were coming up
1: but I watched them
2: so what we might do is say at this point that in the show notes we will reference the time period that we talk about the post-credit spoiler bit so that if you decided you don't want to watch the post-credit spoilers you can skip this part and if you decided that you couldn't resist and watched it much the same as Ishtar clearly did then we can we can discuss it but we, we again we're relatively limited in what questions we can ask
1: well, I don't think Our it answer. spoiled anything for me as a result of watching it. Because I don't know any better. You tell us what you saw then. Okay, so I saw that Captain Marvel comes back and there's other superheroes there that I recognised. Mm. I don't know what film that is, but obviously it's in the future. That's all I ever saw. And I saw the flurking cough up the Tesseract on Fury's desk. So actually, I've not taken anything away.
0: Okay. That would be a first-watch type yeah, because
2: we, we can't say anything anyway. And I suppose that's the downside of watching it in this order at the moment, because that was a massive post credit spoiler for us when this film came out.
0: Well, it was, yeah, yeah, it was. Because I have to keep remembering that we didn't watch it like we have. Yeah.
1: But for me, it was just, yeah.
2: So I I feel you miss out slightly watching this post credit spoiler now. I think because the next film's going to be Iron Man, I think now once you now we get more into the chronology of the uh, release dates, I think the post credit spoilers will mean more and you'll get more excited about I think the post credit one for this film actually will probably leave you feeling pretty empty and cold whereas for us we slightly weed a <laughs> little bit. <laughs> didn't we? With yeah. excitement. I'm
1: really glad we're sharing this kind well, of. Well, where thing, guys. where it
0: fits for us than to you, this is where we're kind of coming at it from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. For us, it was it was a proper big thing, wasn't it? Yeah. We 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 were kind of because where it sits in phase three for us is a huge turning point. Yowch! Yowch! As okay.
1: in like, yeah, I didn't get that impact.
0: Galactic
1: <laughs> or intergalactic. Well, I know. Boom. It, it's, yeah,
0: it's, it's universal.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Should we do some easter eggs? And then let's start doing some ranking
0: together.
1: Because that's my favourite part. I'll
0: get you firking out.
1: <laughs> you firking or you flirking?
0: Oh, I don't know. Isn't that something you do? Isn't that twerking, isn't it?
1: It's twerking. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So many words sound the Can same. Can you twerk? No, I did try to do the other one. Did he's back? Flossing. What the hell is flossing? you, know you do that? This. Oh, come on, oh, you've got your right. nieces and nephews. Yeah. I think he's just waving to people behind him. He's stopping the Ground. crowd. He needs to he's down. Stopping, stopping the crowd. Like, stay back. Um, It's so all right,
2: what? we'll get a video of you doing that later.
0: I think that would be no, great, yeah. That,
2: that's. That, I need to practice. Well, it. it's work, Mark. I should never... I'm putting <laughs> I put money
0: on Mark to win that one.
1: <laughs> that's he rude. Well,
0: isn't that called a milk race? Anyway... <laughs> So, so, for the interest of time, I'm not going to go over stuff we've already talked about, but we, uh, we mentioned the Stanley car- cameo. Yes. The supreme intelligence we know now is not somebody who is a big, massive brain that's basically accumulative knowledge of all other of philosophers and intelligent people that are in the in uh, in the Cree, in the Cree minds. Uh, they've updated it, which is a pretty good thing. Uh, the last blockbuster we mentioned, the writer of the comic that this is based on, Kelly Sue, uh, McConick, the iconic, gets a cameo. You would probably. What did she play? She played the passenger who passes Captain Marvel when she gets off the train. Okay, I'll have to rewatch that because I don't remember. The other that. thing to watch, which is on Disney Plus, the
1: old lady.
0: No, not the one she punches out. It's she has got glasses on though. The best way, the best way to identify who it is, if you watch the series Six One Six on Disney Plus, um, it's a series that shows you. Um, about the comic book creators and where where the ideas came from and how they originated.
1: Okay, okay. Then maybe
0: additional. You you view.
1: You're giving me a lot of homework to do. Well,
0: don't do it. Just do what he does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's not pretend <laughs> I'm going to go rewatch this and find out who she is. I just nod and pretend that I've done well, it. Well, we
1: know which scenes to fast forward to, so it should be pretty easy anyway. Yes, well, and
2: I'll she's think. good with the fast forward rewind, as we function. noted last.
0: Interesting. Um, Easter egg is when Nick Fury is coming up with the Avengers initiative.
1: Yes, at the end.
0: Yeah, so obviously it's suggested to him by Captain Marvel that he chooses Avengers. But yep. prior to that, it was going to be called the Protector Initiative. Yes. And the reason why that's important are I'm fans of the Ultimate Comics. is basically, uh, with the Kree Empire, the Protector is also the name of a Kree soldier in the comics. Um, which who, who also was another version of Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, Fucking hell. Uh, yeah, everyone was it's Captain like Marvel. It's like Spartacus, isn't it? I'm Captain Marvel. Yeah. No, no, I'm Captain Marvel. However, that was in an alternative reality. So let's say multiverse for the sake of
1: Cap- That's just fried yeah. my brain, that.
0: Yeah. Uh, we mentioned the Um uh, We mentioned the orig- original Captain Marvel, who was Dr. Wendy Lawson. Oh, we get to see Marvel's um, axe axe Asis aircraft the light speed one
1: yes now
0: we didn't really talk about that but the reason why that's important in the film and in canon is because it's being powered by tesseract technology correct and it obviously in the ultimate comics um captain marvel uses that in a parallel earth the asus aircraft is used uh, we see now this is something you would have seen and isn't particularly a major problem for uh, spoilers but we see the Pegasus project beginning.
1: Yeah, we make reference to it, but I still don't understand
0: what it's all about. It's important. It's just, as Mark had said in the last episode, be aware of everything. So Pegasus stands for Potential Energy Group, Alternative Source, United States. Boom, anachronism. That, what he said. It's obviously significant because we know that Dr Lawson starts the project and is involved in it. Because S.H.I.E.L.D.'s an anachronism as well, isn't it? It is. For... What is it? Oh, I don't try. Don't make me Wikipedia. Well, I'm going to mention sword in a minute, and you're going to ask me what sword is. What I'll say is, see our Captain Marvel podcast for further information. <laughs> um, so we know that she started the project, and um, it, all I'll say is it's it's important to note. Okay. As is Project Goliath, which is in 1989. It's was referenced. that referenced in the film? It's in the film. Gotta miss that. Yeah. So the same the same plaque is mentioned in well in two films but don't find out what project life is until phase three okay <laughs> captain marvel's changing suit colors again this is just a smorgasbord of um easter eggs because all of the combinations of the colors of the uniform all pay homage to the broad comic history of the character um maria photon rambeau a colleague and peer of carol danvers before she has her Cree transformation is the founder of sword which I can't tell you about Um, and she has a call sign Photon which is used in the movie but also Monica who becomes Captain Marvel herself uh, takes on the identity of Photon but is also known in the comics as Daystar Scepter Spectrum Hashtag C, another TV show that I can't mention (laughs) Um, The Kree School War we mentioned Tell Us the Tame Mark and I were talking about before Fantastic Shall we rank? Let's do it
2: So I feel it's only appropriate that we let
0: me go first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, go on then.
1: Yeah, go on. I want to hear your ranking before mine anyway.
0: Oh,
2: well, listen, he's always first to get ranking. Um...
0: <laughs> so for the benefit of the, the naysayers, let me explain that my, Ugh. my, my ranking is based on a lot of variables, Right. So it isn't just... And some
1: Latham logic.
0: The Latham logic works.
1: Yeah, now you've spent half an hour explaining it to me.
0: It's not a mathematical equation. It's simply Clearly. How, I, how I apportion a, a score and a value. So I've given this eight. What? Okay,
2: so you, just to recap, you give Captain America seven.
0: Yeah, and and so and the reason it does make sense, does it, when you look at it from a humanistic not. point of view. The reason why it's got an eight is because I apply... Um, fight choreography, stunt choreo- stunts uh, I apply uh, topical knowledge and um, things like blockbuster being in it and the time it's set and I apply the comic book knowledge I have and whether it, whether it aligns and so the reason why it scored more is because I felt there was a lot more although I didn't particularly like hair as the character I liked the film so, for example, you're going to probably like the film because of the supporting actors rather than the main actor. Yeah, 100%. okay. So I can't question your reasoning because mine are variables such as it was quite clever that they had Blockbuster in '95 when, in fact, it, that was when it was at its peak. Okay, so eight.
2: What about you? Ish?
1: Well, I did Captain America with Seven Dinner.
2: Let's have a look. Yes, you did.
1: This is going in at a
2: six. Now, would you have given it a six if you hadn't already given Captain America a seven? I
1: probably would have put Captain America at eight now, to be honest, now that I've seen this. Because Captain America was way, way better than this.
2: And you don't think Captain Marvel's bad enough to get less than six?
1: I can't give it a five, because that would be average. (laughs) And it's slightly better than average.
2: (laughs) Well,
0: uh, I think... Can we let her change the score for Captain America? We make the rules, change it, come on. Well, I don't know whether you can because I think it might change again if you watch the other but one. But didn't you say last
1: time that we could? Did we?
0: Well, I, I, I think we he was, did. We, think did he was say, just we did, we did say
2: we, we could let you swap stuff around, but I'm not sure we no, should change it wasn't the initial score. scores. It was the characters we said. But to in, change.
1: inevitably, it's going to change as I watch the movies.
2: I, I, I think I'll allow you to swap the position of them, but I don't think I'm going to allow you to change the score because if you ultimately have Captain America: First Avenger as your second favorite film and you've given it seven out of ten when you first watched it, how else are we going to make fun of the fact that you completely underestimated its quality? Well,
1: can we not just say? this was the original and then this is what it ended up at
2: absolutely not
0: no. i so, is an option so we've, we're, we're viewing this having seen all the films yeah, yeah but
1: that's the point and I haven't and so I don't this know is why if there's going to be better ones. but it's the
0: same because we never ever ever have done podcasts on these films so who's to say yeah don't but you've know. seen
1: them all so you already have a preconceived idea of what you score but I wouldn't change my
0: score simply because I saw Iron Man and because my score would stay the same why, is, it, why is he getting six come on
1: because it wasn't
0: as good. As <laughs> is that is that the Did sole basis? What didn't, didn't you like, like about it? I didn't it? like
1: Captain Marvel. Simple as that. That's fair enough. <laughs> and the, for me, the whole movie was carried by the periphery characters, and in in and so I mean the special effects, great. You know, um, soundtrack really great. And so those things cumulatively got me to a six, and not necessarily a five.
2: Donkey donk. What about you? You see, this is when it would be handy that I didn't have a rule that didn't allow for halves because I feel it was good enough to get a seven but because the character of Captain Marvel as a principal irks me because of the Superman issue... You kind of want to give it a 6. I'm going to give it a 7. Because I do think that all the things you mentioned about the side characters are all very good. It's very funny. It's quite an easy to watch film. There's lots going on. It, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think I'd have to give it a 7. Because that's usually what I'd probably give to a film I enjoy. I, because I'm a wise, wise person, had given Captain America an 8. And therefore, hence, my scoring system remains intact at uh, two films in as opposed to yours ishtar which has gone Blow, to shit blown
1: out the water i want to make the rules up next
0: time to be fair the rules seem to change just as often as people's um, opinions so.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay that's part one part two what we are also doing is picking our top 10 marvel characters now we're going to start with you ishtar because we want to know whether there's any characters from this film who want to make it in who are going to make it into your top ten, and if so, where are they? So at the moment, you've got Bucky, number one Bucky,
1: <laughs> like I'd forget,
2: number two Red Skull, and right. number three Captain America. Yeah,
1: okay. Talos is going into number two.
2: Wow. So Talos is better than Captain America.
1: Definitely. The one-liners, just yeah. He, he, he was. He made me laugh. Nick Fury is going in at number five.
2: So he's going in under Captain America. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, the flokin's going in at number six. <laughs> <laughs> Character. I'm
0: not arguing. Okay.
1: Maria Rambo. No, I'm not gonna have her. She was too. She was too much of a goodie. That's fine. And I don't really like yon Rog, so I'm not sticking him in either. And Ronin wasn't in it for too long, so I'm not sticking him in either.
2: In Captain Marvel? <laughs> you know the main character of the story?
1: No. No, I'm not putting her in the list. Wow. Yeah. And I've got a feeling Red Skull's going to be jibbed out of the list at some point in the future.
2: Well, Red Skull's currently sitting at three, so if you jib him off, then Captain well, America's was
1: no... going first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was nobody that really competed with with Red Score for me in this film.
0: Do you realise how this is going to end badly because there's only ten places you can fill and Twenty-three movies. You can okay.
2: you can swap them, but we did we say same, we, we yeah. did say yeah, that you can, f- f- you
0: can only physically have ten. Yeah,
2: yeah, it will yeah, get muddled. Yeah, so over that movies, that flurkin's uh, getting yeah. bumped yeah. after yeah. 33 <laughs> well, movies. Well, I just
0: like to give
1: well the cat its props because it was a good character, and the fact that that got in and Captain Marvel didn't just summarizes how I felt about this film.
0: Well, you think more of pussy than he's that that quite-
1: <laughs> <laughs> If that's how you want to put it, yes,
0: pussy's top. But that is
2: quite interesting that she's completely dismissed the main character and on the basis that you had captain america down as number three in the last one you don't much rate the main characters in these
1: i'm a baddie girl all the time i like the baddies and i've just you know gone for bucky for reasons that we've already gone through
2: well lure them so i've got got, do do i need to sit down (laughs) to take these notes where where are we going with this
0: (laughs) Right. So shall I, um, shall
2: I read out what what your please, last one? Yeah. So at the moment you've got Red Skull number one, you've got Bucky Barnes number two, the cap number three, uh, Peggy number four and Armanzola number five.
0: Okay, so I would move Armanzola to number six and I would throw in there, Ronan the Accuser.
1: Oh, really? Even though five. he was only in it for, only a little in bit. for like two know, seconds. He's not
0: in it for two seconds for me, is he? Yeah, but I'm should, like, that, should oh, that. Well, is hang not on, fair. there's another rule. We'll no, throw no, in. no, no, no. I mean, it, the, these are your rules, so you can choose them Don't him, but forget, He's vicariously following your journey. My journey's not the same as your journey. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing them, would we? We had our opportunity to review them, we didn't. But that's it, that's it
2: because he plays such a minor part. He's in your number five. <laughs> But you're basing that on comic book, aren't you? Well,
0: I'm basing it on a couple of things, yeah. The fact that I quite liked his character. I mean, I know I only saw him. But the thing is, see, so so that's why it becomes interesting is because I'm using it with the, the accumulative understanding. Because when you get to the point where we've already been, will you change your mind? 100%
1: Ronan's okay, going to be on so there. So therefore,
0: you're going to do exactly what I'm doing. I'm only just doing it now.
1: Yeah, but I haven't seen enough of him to be able to... That sounds that. like
0: a you problem. <laughs> Okay, so, so Ronan's in there. Who else? I'm not going to put the cat in. The cat can stay in the bag. I'm not going to put Captain Marvel in anywhere.
1: Wow. We, we've established I'm glad that it. we've agreed that, though. Well,
0: I mean, to be fair, I think Mark and I would have agreed on that on Captain Marvel podcast. Um, I'm going to put... i tell you what I am going to do, though. I'm going to relegate my number one and two spots. Well, basically shift all the numbers down because number one... Do 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 is Telos.
1: Yes, good one. For
0: the fact that I like the actor, I think he plays a really good role. I like the way he did Telos. Yeah. Um, I like the humour, same as you. Tell us. I will tell us about Telos. And uh, I just think it's a really uh, enjoyable character to he watch. Was great. And he has a lot to develop too. So that's why he's in at number one. Okay. The only other character I'd throw in, I'm just kind of playing with it in my mind. Nick Fury, and I would probably put him in at eight. And the reason why I'm putting him as eight is because I know it's going to change in the next movie. So he's
2: going under Armand Zola.
0: Yeah, he is, but it'll make sense because I know what the next movie beholds and it can't unsee what I know. So therefore, the reason why why I'm putting it in at eight is because I know after Iron Man, it's all going to change.
1: Intriguing.
0: Yeah. Well, I know straight away what's going to happen. And I imagine Mr Pollard will have the same thing. Okay.
1: Go on, Matt Pollard, what is yours?
0: he always takes a deep breath which always sounds like it's quite thoughtful is Captain
1: Marvel going in your (laughs) list number one
0: Captain Marvel followed by Pussy (laughs) Pussy goes in at number one Um, right she does actually oh
1: god
2: I'm going to put so just to recap mine was number one Captain America because I'm not an idiot Uh, number two was Peggy Carter number three Red Skull number four was Bucky Barnes Mm -hmm. I'm going to put Nick Fury in at number two Oh, go on. And I'm putting him in at number two because I'm talking about the Nick Fury we've seen right here, right now. And he's great. He is great. There's nothing to not love about him. He, he sings. He's got a sexy... He's got a voice like melted chocolate when you're doing the dishes, which is another plus point for the guy. Uh, so, you know. Okay. Number two.
1: Okay.
2: Talos is going in there.
1: You'd put Talos below Nick Fury? Yeah.
2: Well, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, yeah, do you know what? I put Talos in at number three, Mm. which means he's better than Agent Carter, Red Skull and Bucky Barnes. But that's because he's funny.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's
2: the key to my heart. (laughs) A funny chap. Along with shapeshifting. I am going to put Captain Marvel in there because I think it's ridiculous not to have Captain Marvel in there. I don't think she was as bad as you two suggest that she is the the banter between Nick Fury and her, I thought was really good. It felt natural. It was funny. She came across as a good character. She lost me in the final act when she goes all superhero-y, mega-super-powered person. But before then, I liked her. I'm on Team Marvel. But, having said that, she's going in at number seven, so she's going in below Bucky Pants. <laughs> I didn't like her that much.
1: Yay, Bucky!
0: You watch how quickly these change next time
1: Yeah, I'm sure
0: Captain. Because you're moving into territory
1: Okay, I'm really excited about the next one
2: So Captain Marvel is in at seven I would like to put the Flurkin in But I think it's a waste of time Because it's dropping off your top ten very quickly It fact, doesn't no, matter, do you know just
1: recognise it I'll
2: put Flurkin in at number
1: Exactly, team flirking
2: Because <gasps> you'll have the animal activist on you <laughs> I'm putting Flurkin in above Captain Marvel
1: Okay, good where did I put the flirk in? I <laughs> <A> no <new> idea. <laughs> <laughs> Behave.
2: So many jokes. So to recap-ish, uh, you've got Captain America's your number one Marvel movie so far, with seven out of ten. Captain Marvel comes in at number two. 6 out of 10 you gave it. And your favourite characters so far, you've got Bucky Barnes at 1, Telos at 2, Red Skull 3, Captain America 4, Nick Fury 5, and The Flurking at 6.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
2: Latham, your Captain Marvel's your favourite movie with 8 out of 10. Uh, Captain America coming in at number 2, 7 out of 10. Uh, your favourite characters, Telos is at number 1, <laughs> uh, the Red Skull number 2, at uh, Bucky Barnes three, Cap four, Agent Carter five, Run the Accuser six, Armin Zola seven, and Nick Fury eight.
1: Actually, your list is pretty fucking cool. Why? I like your list. How oh,
0: have you suddenly just flipped? I don't there. know.
1: I just, I just feel like it's, it makes more sense.
0: <laughs> well, I've allowed myself a couple of manoeuvres there, haven't I? Yeah, I love um, it. It's not even, it's not even tactical. It's just the way it is.
2: And I've also gone for Cap uh, as my favourite movie so far, 8 out of 10, Captain Marvel 7. My favourite characters are Cap 1, Nick Fury 2, Talos 3, Peggy Carter 4, Red Skull 5, Bucky Barnes 6, Flerking 7, and Captain Marvel 8. Wow. So, we'll have to see how that's going to move. I-, I would have had Colson on there, but I don't think he does anything in this movie, so I feel my prejudice to include him would be more based on the future, and I think I'm going to save that for another day.
1: Exactly, and the floor can add more airtime.
2: Brilliant. Well, if you want to let us know what your rankings are so far, if you want to let us know who your favourite characters are, if you would like a comment on anything that we've discussed so far, if you would like to review the show, uh, get in touch on social media, give us a review on uh, whichever platform you're using to listen to this show. Uh, the film we're going to choose, we're going to watch next is Iron Man. Iron Man One. Which for us was the first Marvel. No, it wasn't. We've had this conversation. I did a graphic which shows the uh, timeline for the movies, watching it in the chronological order that we're doing it in. And after Iron Man 1 comes. Hulk? The Hulk. Yeah. So I think we're going to have to watch The Hulk. Contrary to everything. That's what I said
0: last week. Contrary to
2: everything we discussed. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Contrary to everything that. Ish and I discussed last (laughs) week I think we are going to have to do this if we're going to do it properly uh, which then leads us on to the question of where we're going to get it and how we're going to watch it
0: I've got it, I'll just drop box it to you Okay, fine thank
2: you splendid so it's Iron Man next
0: it's not on Disney is it no it's not I mean it obviously reasons it's because they don't own it but you would have thought there would have been an agreement where somebody says it's part of phase one just pay Stick us a lot in. of money here.
1: yeah no it's not
2: this is where it gets ridiculously confusing
1: well yeah because on Disney obviously because the Hulk's not on there people would automatically go from Iron Man 1 to Iron Man 2 which would be incorrect based on your timeline
2: indeed right so Iron Man 1 get watching it guys and we will catch you next time Ishtar thank you as always for your wonderful newbie insight although I'm now starting to feel more like the noob
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm being nerded out and I'm loving it
0: (laughs) thank you for listening tune in next week indeed Excelsior get social at the two
1: marks on Facebook Twitter and Instagram also check them out on YouTube